0: Welcome back to another episode of the Jake Lloyd Report. My name is Jake Lloyd. I got to tell you, I have tried to get this episode started many, many times. First, I get in the car because I do these on the way to work most of the time. And I get in the car and I start the episode and I mess up like the first word, okay? I mess up the first word. I hate to break it to you. Even people like me, we make mistakes. Every once in a while, we make mistakes. And so I mess up the word, and then I start again. And then I get like a minute in, and I'm like, you know what? I rambled for a minute, and I didn't say anything. In these early stages of the podcast, I have to be right on point. I have to be giving you the information. You're hungry for the information. i got to give it to you. Can't be stalling, waiting around waiting around for me to ramble and I know that I'm rambling now but I feel like this is just it has to be said it must be said it must be known happens a cup like one more time maybe maybe not that many times but I get 5 or 10 minutes away from home and then I think man I can't wait to eat when I get to work cuz I'm already run- I'm running a little bit late today I'm going to be staying late so I was like I can't wait to eat when I get to work and then I look over And I forgot my lunch. I forgot my lunch at home. So I had to turn around, which means that I had to stop the podcast because I'm like, well, I'm going to get home and I can't sit in my driveway for 20 minutes and and finish the podcast. So I'm going to just have to start it when I get back on the road. So I got back in the car, started it. I got a text and I was like, I have to turn the ringer off. So the ringers are off. The food is in the car. The Jake is clear-minded, we're ready to go, we're driving, we're on the way to work, and I've got some great stuff for you to think about. So today's episode is about a certain type of people that you find online, typically on Twitter. I'm sure they probably congregate in other places, but you find them on Twitter They typically come from, you know, within the conservative sphere, they come from the new right crowd, which is the kind they're like, oh, well, we're conservatives, we're the real conservatives, but we like gay marriage and we like, um, drugs and you can do whatever you want. They're like, we're like, okay, so how are you different? They're like, well, we're not Neocons. Usually we're not neocons, and they're like, okay, so what are you? And They're like, well, we're not alt right or alt light, even though they technically do fit into the alt light thing. It's kind of a big umbrella, kind of pejorative, and so they don't really know what they are. They're just kind of they're just kind of liberals that like gay marriage and and low taxes is basically how I would describe them. Maybe they like border walls. Maybe they like the idea of a border wall. But it's not because they don't like immigration, because they just say, well, you gotta do it legally. We want all the immigrants, we want all the immigrants, but you gotta do it legally. And I disagree with that. I don't want all the immigrants. I think we need fewer immigrants. It's not good for the natives here, so we need less. And so these are the type of people where you get this group. I'm gonna give this particular group a name momentarily. I have to build up the suspense, so bear with me. So these people generally don't know what they believe. They don't really differentiate themselves from anybody in particular, even though they're not technically neocons. They technically are neocons because they they like things like, you know, with the Iran stuff. They want to bomb Iran to hell. They want to... They want to they're like, well, no, we can't go into Syria. We can't go into Syria. Trump, that would be Trump breaking his promise to not go to war in the Middle East for no reason. We can't go to war in Syria. And then Benjamin Netanyahu is like, Iran lied. And they're like, we have to go to war with Iran for the sake of our freedom. And I don't get it. So that's just that's just some information so that you know that these people don't really understand what they believe. And the name that I'm going to give these people for the sake of this podcast is Blockchain Conservatives. Now, if you don't know exactly what blockchain means, then hey, that makes two of us because I really don't either. But I, you know, I get that's This is why I get paid the big bucks. I went and did the research for you and I still don't know all that much about it. But I know enough to make this podcast. Blockchain. Is my understanding of it is a it's a tool used in either mining bitcoin or monitoring bitcoin or accruing it or storing it or something. It has something to do with the cryptocurrencies, the the digital dollars, as no one calls them, except for me this one time. So and these these people, you see them, I'm not going to name names right now because again, not the hill I want to die on right now. I don't have the I don't have the capital to to go up against these people right now. And it's not because I don't want to. I have called them out before. It's just it's not the point of the podcast right now. So anyways, these people are always talking about blockchain. Why are these people, who are supposedly conservative pundits, conservative commentators, why are they always talking about blockchain? And they talk about Bitcoin as a whole, they talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. But I see the word blockchain getting thrown around an awful lot. And and I think that it's really just... I think they're like, oh, this is an industry term. Or this is an insider's term into cryptocurrency. I'm going to look like I know what I'm talking about. And I, I think they probably do think they know what they're talking about. I don't think they're lying because... I, th- I mean, I think they... Some of them are dumb and they think, oh, this is easy to learn stuff for me because I'm a genius. And reality it's just probably simple stuff that everybody knows or could know. Or maybe they're just blowing smoke. Who knows, but they're throwing around the word blockchain because they want you to think that they know what they're talking about. And they have some type of inside knowledge. And this is a common tactic. I mean it's just it's normal. It's what you do whenever you're doing this stuff. I would never do this to you. I would never do this to you because I'm an honest person. I don't lie about things like that. I don't need you to think I don't need to convince you that I know what I'm talking about because it's pretty self-evident that I, that I do. I mean, if you listen to me for more than a few minutes, you go, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. And maybe if you hear me mention that I've predicted things that have come true, you go, oh, Jake, you're doing the thing you said you don't do, but that's not true. I just have to tell you because I'm, I'm young. And people, you know, somebody else on, on one of their shows I was talking about this the other night. I was like, see, I resonate with that he was talking about. How, when you're young, you have to remind people, hey, I'm right, and I'm smart, and I'm better at my job than you, because they think, every time you shut them down in a debate, this is something he said, Um, Nick Fuentes said this, he's like, every time you beat them in a debate, they don't have anything to answer, they say, well... I could respond to you, but I, I you wouldn't understand. You need some life experience before you can really know about these things. And it's like, okay, well, you, you have 25 years of life experience on me, and you can't answer what I'm saying to you. So clearly one of us is smarter than the other one, and it's not the one with the more life experience. So regardless, that's, a, that's an aside But back to the blockchain conservatives, they think that they have to convince you that they are smart, because they do, because it's not self-evident, because they're not smart. Um, You see how that works? You see how that works? Um, But they're always tweeting things, and, and, and what set me off on this, this is a trend that I've noticed, but I saw a tweet yesterday, it was very dumb, it was very dumb, by a certain person, very nice person, met him in person, talked with him, been with him on shows, he's a very nice guy, very, very friendly guy. Um, I don't know. He might be nasty when he like wants to do something. Maybe he's just nice to your face. I don't know. But he tweeted something about blockchain. It was stupid. It was asinine. It was retarded, I may even be willing to say. And I was like, why do these people do this? And it really stems from this need to convince liberals that we are the cool ones like because they they're dumb they're not bringing anything new to the table you understand they're not bringing anything new to the table they are just recycling old stuff or they're trying to repackage other people's stuff they're trying to repackage the liberal way of doing things and they're like look we can be liberal and support gay marriage and ...be okay with transgender stuff... ...and we can support drug legalization... ...and we can... ...we can support all these things... ...and be anti-war... ...and we can do all this stuff... ...and... ...like low taxes... ...yay... ...and maybe border wall... ...yay... ...but it's not going to work because... ...I apologize, folks... ...I was driving... ...and there's a very dumb person... ...in front of me... ...there's a very dumb person that... Within within less than 50 feet, probably like 20 feet, they tried to get two lanes over into a turn lane, which was stopped. And they had to go through me. There was absolutely no reason to do this. Because as you see right now... As you don't see because you're your you're away. Um, they're just turning around. They're doing a U-turn. Clean and simple. No car wrecks, but they almost caused one. Regardless, I'm very sorry for these delays, people. I'm very sorry, people. Um... And anyways, they just recycle their liberal talking points. And by the way, do you see, this is, this is why this podcast is more exciting than other ones. Because you get high speed car chases, you get action. Somebody's probably going to shoot at me sometime while I'm on the road. And, you know, I'm going to shoot back. And I, I, you know, maybe I won't kill them. Maybe I'll just drive away. But if somebody's shooting at me. I'm going to do better. So it's like you get high-speed action on this podcast in in addition to the hard-hitting politics. Anyways, these conservatives, they're just repackaging the liberal talking points. And I made the connection that this blockchain conservatism is just another way of trying to convince liberals that we're cool. They're like, see, we know about the tech. We know about the cyber. We know about the digital landscape. And in reality, they just look like they're talking about Windows 97 or something because they don't know what they're talking about. Most of them are like spiritual boomers. Uh, They're boomers at heart, they don't understand the ways of the internet. And this is a problem. It's a problem when you're trying to repackage things and then sell it back to them, to the liberals that is, because why wouldn't they just be a liberal? If you're just gonna give them some lame, watered down, lightweight liberalism, why wouldn't they just go and be liberal? Do you, I'm sure that you understand why this is stupid, but why don't they understand this? We've never won hearts and souls and minds by being more liberal. What they should learn from Donald Trump is that, hey, going further to the right actually won a lot of support. And maybe they think, hey, we should stay to the right. Or maybe, hey, maybe if we go a little bit further to the right, more people will like us. Because offering an, an alternative is the way to go. Because you can't give them two choices of the same thing. They're just going to go with the one that looks better, and that's liberalism. So the, the, what you really need to do is offer them an alternative, and that's what Donald Trump does, that's what I do, that's what other smart people do, other people that actually care about the country and don't just care about being cool, and it really comes down to a lot of these people, they were losers in high school, they were not cool, people did not like them, maybe they tried to be like in Hollywood or tried to do other journalistic activities or other stuff in the public eye and maybe they had a little bit of a following but they were pretty lame, nobody liked them. Unsuccessful in other areas. This particular brand of people I'm talking about. And then they start, you know, tweeting during the election, they get a following and they suddenly feel like they're smart and they know things and they're cool. They like feeling cool, they like their endorphin system pumping up full of happiness whenever people retweet their stuff their opinions so I really think that that's what it is and they have this desire they're not guided by any actual political knowledge I think that they just had some very very basic ideas that everybody agreed with in the 2016 election like oh yeah border wall yeah lock her up all these different things and then eventually you know they just they've run out of it because we're past that we're past that basic thing we're building now We're building, we're still clearing the way, it's getting a little bit trickier, but we're starting on the building phase and they don't have any foundation there. So they're just dumb people trying to appeal to an audience that hates them. That hates them. They loathe these people. They loathe me too, but I don't care because I'm not trying to get their approval. And that's the difference between me and these type of people. And it's I'm sure you know these people, you know who I'm talking about. It's the new right people. Anyways. So that's beside the point. The moral of the story, this is a little bit of a shorter podcast, the moral of the story, the lesson to be learned here is you cannot appease the left because they hate you. You cannot just repackage their beliefs and tweak them. And if you do, then you're also the enemy of me. I, I, I am fighting against all forms of liberalism. I'm fighting for true conservatism. I'm fighting for true nationalism. So if you're just trying to repackage liberal beliefs and sell them with a little bit of a tweak, we're not friends, buddy. I mean, maybe you're a nice guy, but we're not, we're not on the same side here. We're not on the same side. So if you want to win, continue to offer an alternative because people will flock to that. And just generally stop trying to be cool because you're not going to win over the millennials or the definitely not Gen Z by talking about blockchain. This has been another episode of the Jake Lloyd Report. My name is Jake Lloyd. Follow me on Twitter at VeryJakeNews. And tune in again tomorrow for another episode. Find me on Infowars.com and find me on my YouTube channel by the same name, Jake Lloyd. Thank you very much. See you again soon.